there are some some really simple and effective techniques that can be employed to to avoid ad fatigue. One one of the best is really A/B testing. So you know, having two ads with just subtle variations between them and A/B testing them to see which one actually performs better. So this could include changes to copy. You know, maybe the call to action is slightly different or a different color. You know, you could potentially, depending on what the the vertical of the brand is, use lifestyle images versus still life images, and seeing if if I, any of those sort of creative approaches. Um, are making the difference in terms of engagement with the audience. So this this is such a powerful tool in extracting data-driven decisions on what creative is performing the best and how to you know sort of iterate on those successes on future campaigns as well. But then you think about the social landscape. The research and data is hugely significant. When we combine all of these different touch points. Build that long-term loyalty. And then diving into the clicks to leads to sales. It's gotten to a point where it can drive better results than audience targeting. And really is what's going to set you apart. You're tuning in. You're tuning in. You're tuning in to the How Agencies Thrive podcast. Hey everyone, my name is Matt. I'm the Education and Development Manager at Stack Adapt, and welcome to this bonus episode of the How Agencies Thrive podcast. Today, the topic of choice is how to avoid ad fatigue. In this episode, we have Allie Hobbs from the Stack Adapt Creative Studio to share her expertise on this topic. As always, this bonus episode will be made up of short, rapid-fire questions, but to kick things off, I'll pass the torch over to our guest to tell us a little bit about herself and her experience in the industry. Over to you, Allie. Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me. My name is Allie Hobbs. As you mentioned, I'm a senior manager with the creative studio team at Stack Adapt. Our objective within the company is to really elevate creative and drive performance through design and creative tactics. Our very talented team of strategists and production designers um, are experts in the programmatic field and are always pushing the boundaries and trying to be at the forefront of innovation. Prior to that, my experience for about 10 years was in photo, video, audio production. So all elements that definitely um, factor into creating high quality creative with um, exceptional production value. Perfect. Thanks so much. So let's get started with these questions. Number one, uh, off the top, we, we want to know, you know, as somebody who works on the creative side of programmatic advertising, how would you define the term ad fatigue? And why is this something that you know poses a potential problem for marketers during their campaigns? Ad fatigue, in my opinion, is something that occurs when there's an oversaturation of a particular ad. And really, uh, it just becomes white noise to its audience. They see it so frequently that they stop seeing it at all. Um, you know, you can track this through performance, monitoring your campaign, and you'll really see it as, you know, dropping click-through rates, um, and lower performance. And generally, if an ad, you know, is just being used so frequently on many landing pages, people really do just stop seeing it. So obviously, that's a problem um, in terms of engagement with your audience. You have the opposite uh, of the intended effect, which is to have highly engaging, you know, um, interactive experiences with your audience. So overusing the ad design and running it too frequently really results in them, you know, your audience ceasing to see it and ceasing to engage with it. And I guess there's also something to be said about uh, wasted media spend, right? If you're just throwing a ton of ads out that aren't resonating, then that's also a big problem for for marketers. If, if you have ads that, that just aren't, aren't getting that intended effect, as he said. Yeah, 100%. And banner blindness is obviously something that is 
top of mind for any marketer who's in the programmatic space. Not only is there risk of it sort of blending in with everybody else's and becoming a wallpaper that nobody sees, um, you know, the pattern on, but yeah, truly, you know, budgets are tight. You want to maximize your investment. And like I say, overusing something is is really detrimental to the return on your investment for your advertising dollars. Of course. And you just spark something, and this might be a little bit of a curveball, but um, with ad fatigue, banner blindness, all these things get, that can negatively affect those creatives, do you think there's any kind of effect on the brand and I guess the quality of the brand if you're just seeing the same ads all the time? Yeah, I think truly the, the key to success in in any creative is that it's sort of outside of the box and elevated, you know, so a, a brand that just starts to become sort of background noise on any landing page, you know, obviously that doesn't tell the story of an elevated for, you know, on the forefront of creativity, you know, pushing boundaries and consumers generally are looking for trendsetters. Um, not trend followers. So, you know, I think that would all, yeah, lead to that, to that brand, not necessarily being viewed as, you know, a disruptor in their industry or an innovator in their industry. And I think these days, and clearly programmatic is such a technical um, form of advertising, brands who are leveraging that really need to be mindful of, of sort of the overall impact of, of their advertising and their design choices in terms of how it is going to sort of be on brand with them. Of course. Um, and, and now that we've defined ad fatigue, we've talked a little bit about it. From your perspective, what are some of those best practices that advertisers can use to avoid ad fatigue? You know, thinking on the topic of high level creative strategy, messaging, et cetera. What are some things that uh, you can offer to, to our advertisers that are listening to this that they might want to test out to avoid that, that inevitable um, banner blindness or ad fatigue? Yeah, there are some some really simple and effective techniques that can be employed to to avoid ad fatigue. One one of the best is really A/B testing. So you know, having two ads with just subtle variations between them and A/B testing them to see which one actually performs better. So this could include changes to copy. You know, maybe the call to action is slightly different or a different color. You know, you could potentially, depending on what the the vertical of the brand is use lifestyle images versus still life images and seeing if, if I, any of those sort of creative approaches um, are making the difference in terms of engagement with the audience. So this, this is such a powerful tool in extracting data-driven decisions on what creative is performing the best and how to you know, sort of iterate on those successes on future campaigns as well. Another simple, simple way to avoid fatigue is to monitor your campaign closely. And if it's underperforming, you could change the ad format. So you could explore which units perform best in your vertical uh, or by your campaign goal, you know, whether it's an awareness campaign or a conversion campaign. That can also really contribute to the continuous improvement of your marketing goals. And it's a really useful tool for agencies in particular because they typically work with multiple clients across a variety of industries. So just changing up that ad format, you know, it's and it's very quick and very tangible to see, you know, if if one is a better fit for, for the goal of the campaign. And then a third very simple approach that could be taken is to just change the copy, change your colors, change your call to action, you know, use just really like snappy, concise phrasing, colors that pop and align with the brand being advertised, just subtle changes there can really, you know, 
just change that sort of um, white noise approach and, and yeah, just sort of just mix it up a little bit, whether it's the messaging or the visuals, you know, just simple changes can really make a huge difference in, in audiences realizing it's a different ad. It's not the same thing that they've seen over and over again. Of course. And, and that's a, a really good transition into the next question that we had. So for, for any listeners who have been tuned in for quite some time in season two of our podcast, we did an episode on driving the first click with your creatives. Um, so Ali, I'm wondering, are there any additional tips around that notion of driving the first click, whether it's you know, making your ads visually engaging or having messaging that's going to resonate with your audience. Is there any additional tips that you can offer um, for advertisers that are looking to just, you know, start that process of getting um, potential customers into the funnel sooner and and get them to at least click through and start engaging with your your content and your brand? Yeah, I mean, coming from a creative background, my tip is you know, and I feel very strongly about this is elevated creative is the best secret weapon in driving first clicks. Um, you know, we've talked about banner blindness, we've talked about ad fatigue, really, you know, having creative that is next level and just jumps off the screen, you know, whether it's mobile or web, it just really, really makes your ad stand out from, from the crowd. So employ design approaches that stand out, you know, very clear messaging are, and it, I think it's important that it be effective in all sizes because, you know, you could have extreme pans, skyscraper ads, you know, the formats can be quite extreme sort of aspect ratios. So also being very mindful that the designs work in the space that's available so that people can actually read and digest the information that's being shared in a beautiful package. And then, you know, in choice of ad units, interactive ad units, there are so many of them now. They're such an excellent, excellent way to drive engagement. They sort of gamify the experience. You can include things like polls to sort of, you know, get insights from your audience and segment it. You know, units that have hotspots where you can sort of mouse over and have additional information about a product sort of pop up. Carousels where you're clicking through different panes. You know, all of this really lends itself to to getting good results and having your audience, you know, like I say, actually engage with that ad. Um, and then in terms of, you know, sort of production value, bells and whistles that you could put on ad design. Animation is a great tool. Um, using video, anything with motion, sound, you know, those creative elements really make it a full sensory experience and capture the attention of your audience and really take your creative to the next level. Amazing. So this brings us to the final question that we have. And uh, before, before the episode, we were, we were chatting a little bit and you said you had a couple of, of things you wanted to talk about here, but um, let's, let's look at some emerging trends. So what are emerging trends in creative advertising that marketers should be paying attention to, whether it's, you know, this next quarter or this next year or, or long beyond that? What's, uh, what's happening in the industry that, that people need to be thinking about? as it informs their creative strategy? Sure. Well, in general terms, I think outside of the box creative is absolutely essential. You know, um, being innovative in terms of ad units, you know, the functionality of them, sort of um, dynamic ads where you can actually populate information like weather targeting, for example. It's really become very sophisticated, the capabilities that exist within within programmatic. So um, really the, the creative options there are endless in terms of how to leverage that sort of technology. Um, more generally in terms of uh, types of media, 
connected TV continues to be a huge growth area. And I think, um, again, this is taking us off of devices and laptops and into, you know, big television screens where, you know, 400 or sorry, 4,000 K high definition video is, is something that can be leveraged now. There's a lot of live events, you know, in terms of inventory where, where ads can be shown, you know, you think of the Super Bowl, for example, um, to think that perhaps a connected TV ad could be the next award-winning spot um, versus something on cable television, which historically has been, you know, all eyes are on Super Bowl ads, right? So there's opportunity within, you know, programmatic now to actually be playing in that sandbox. Um, and of course, you know, I think a lot of people today are using streaming services versus uh, like cable television. So that opens up just a whole other world of audiences, you know, families watching TV together, you know, every demographic imaginable are, are really, you know, streaming has sort of taken over as the go-to way to digest, you know, entertainment. So a huge opportunity there on a creative level and something that is newer and, and I imagine is going to be growing exponentially is mobile gaming advertising. So again, I think best practices are currently being developed, um, in that segment. And I think we're going to see a lot of really innovative, you know, sort of animations, um, you know, CGI, 3D, all of these things I think are just going to continue to grow. And mobile gaming to me is, is such a place for technical innovation in terms of, you know, visuals. I think it's going to be really interesting to watch where that goes. Absolutely. Well, Ali, thank you so much for joining us on this bonus episode. And to our listeners, we hope you took a lot away and we look forward to sharing more helpful tips and tricks in future episodes of the How Agencies Thrive podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you very much for tuning into this episode today. If you like what you heard, it would mean a world to us if you do these three things. Subscribe to the show and leave us a review. If you're listening to this and know someone who would find this episode valuable, please share it with them. And finally, please share it on LinkedIn. If you have questions or feedback or would love to learn how agencies or brands work with StackItApp, find us at www.stackitapp.com. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.